What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? It's your host with the most. So I have a toast, Lita Johnson. We got a lot of talk to talk about, man. A lot of things. John Morant. How the 76 is it doing? Uh, Lamar Jackson craziness. The hate is crazy. Uh, but that's how it is in the industry. LeBron James Jr. Ronnie James. He is the man. Like I always said, Mac McGlone. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. Where do we go from here? Um, the Eagles, the first thing I want to say, Brandon Graham is on the cusp of signing with the Eagles to get that good Josh Sweat Brandon Graham for another two years. It's looking like a two-year, $11 million deal. Um, over two years, it's worth about probably $11 million per year. Um, excuse me. Um, he deserves it. He came in 12 sacks. I, I have no... Nothing to say to go um, against that. We need that. We need that veteran. We need Brandon Graham. He is an eagle. He is an eagle. And I think next, if we don't get Javon Hargrave, you get Fletcher Cox. Put him over there next to Jordan Davis, and let's just go. I think we need to just go. You know, lock up that defensive front. Hargrave is out of here, man. It's just too much money. Somebody's going to give him a lot of money. Um... The running back situation is always something said. I think Miles Sanders comes back. I think they could, could get another running back. I think Scott might not be that guy <clears throat> next year. I think he can go somewhere else and do what he does. But I think we need a power back to go with Gainwell and Sanders. If, if, if B. John Robinson, who ran a four four seven, is a guy you can get, get him. Why not get three running with that type of line? I think Cam Jurgens is going to be is going to be a Pro Bowl center. I think he's just ready for the game and learning from Kelsey. If he if if Kelsey Kelsey could come back, man, listen. I think two more years you get Kelsey, two more years. Let Jurgens go ahead and why not? You got a good depth at offensive line. You got Lane Johnson. They had a formal meeting with Paris Johnson from Ohio State, who was a very good player. They had Kelly Ringo, another guy who's a cornerback. Uh, Johnson's an offensive tackle. Why not have him over there? You never know uh, what's going on, money, whatever. I don't think he'll draft in the first round. But if he steps to the second, he could be a pick. I mean, they're talking about the uh, the, the running the quarterback Dorian Thompson, um, another guy that could be a backup, good backup. Um, some guy brought somebody brought up Stetson Bennett, who will be a good backup. He's a winner. I mean, one good thing about the Eagles, they're a Super Bowl team. They still have the nucleus at, um, with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. You talk about running backs, Gainwell's still there, but of course they're going to get more help there. It's a lot of things they can do. The crazy thing about the Eagles is they could um, they could even lose Sanders and get a B. John Robson. This is how good they are. Add somebody there and still keep going with this line. This line is deep. There's receivers out there. I mean, think about it. Uh, Hopkins is out there. What if they make some type of one-year deal and put him at number three just for a Super Bowl run? What if that works? Robert Woods, what if that works? You know, what if that works? There's a lot of things that can happen. Leonard Fournay, sound to a one-year deal as a power back behind that line. Think about it. Think about it, man. Um...
big things. Uh, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, listen, that's not off the table. It's just that the fact they're not going to tag him and somebody's going to throw money at him. Um, you see EJ, AJ Brown and them texting, you know, feed your family dog and, you know, um, We'll see what it is, what the, the Eagles can do. And then if you look at the, the safeties, they have Reed Blankenship and Kevon Wallace who showed they can start on their end. People are looking for Marcus Epps. Uh, I mean, they, they've they uh, had a former meeting with Antonio Johnson, and they haven't begun to even hit the, the fragrancy market. Philadelphia's going to make this Super Bowl team. One thing is the defense still has Hassan Riddick. It's, you know, it still has um, uh, Josh Sweat. It still has Darius Slay on this team. So you can build around playmakers like that. Like You still have your offensive line and guys like King Gainwell, um, Brown, and, and the people against Watson. Watkins is a guy Philadelphia has faith in. They're not going to listen to that. That's not a problem for them, but they can get a receiver. Like, get somebody to, to, to still be a fourth option where you can go in there and throw to him. Maybe you want to sit Watkins there for it. ain't his game. You want to bring another guy to sit Watkins down for a couple games and let somebody else play the three. I think that's a good idea. But we'll see what happens. Maybe Watkins isn't there. It's just a lot of things that can happen. They can do so much for this team. And it's a smart front office, so we know it's going to be a Super Bowl team again. Um, come back. We're gonna talk more about the Eagles. I mean, not the Eagles, but the Sixers. Um, the Eagles. Like this is gonna be a good draft. Before we go from the Eagles, it's gonna be a good draft. These guys is ready. Um, J- J- this is a draft. I know they're gonna get a cornerback because it's too deep. It's too deep. Jerry Porter Jr., Kelly Ringo, Christian Gonzalez. Um. Devin Weatherspoon, so many different guys that they can get, and none of them are the wrong pick. Like, this is a very deep. Who I like the most is Jerry Porter Jr. Been liking him since he came out of high school, and Penn State got him. And I, and I said it. I said, this guy going to be something. He's 6'2", has size. Christian Gonzalez has size, has speed. Uh, Ringo is a, is a beast. I mean, it's just a lot of good. Devin Weatherspoon is another one. Those are like the four guys, and this is so many other guys that can play. Antonio Johnson can play cornerback or safety. Think about that. I mean, they're going to make the best pick. Whoever the best player is, it's not really a super need. Whoever the best player is, they can add. You know, Philadelphia is going to make this team good. All right, so when we come back, we talk about the Sixers. Team's making a run, y'all. Super run. Back on Final Leader, we're going to talk James Harden. We're going to talk Dolan B. We talk Job Morant. We get back, man. Let's motivate. I want to see the heat following the swallowing. Taking the back, biting the balling, biting the balling. Step away from frozen, step away from frozen. And as the rhyme gets shown, then rhyme follow me and follow me and follow me. Planets are small, the balls are clay, the balls are balls are clay. Not even a satellite. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We all, you know, one thing I want to get on, I want to get on the, the Lamar Jackson thing. That That's crazy. Like, this is ridiculous. It has to be internal. The, the, the front office and Lamar Jackson, 
you know, it's crazy. They're playing this because they don't want to give them guaranteed money. I get it. They want to, you know, try to stay from getting that guaranteed money. But, man, this is a former MVP we talking about, man. Not too long ago in his prime, young in his prime. Like, come on, man. It's unbelievable. Uh, but who I think should – teams, I mean, it's going to happen too. It's going to be a market for him. It, it's going to turn up. Um, it's too many teams that like listen. The Pittsburgh Steelers is a team that has probably the best pound for pound, besides Andy Reid. Him and Tomlin are probably the best coaches in football right now. I mean, you want to talk about the bowl? You know, the, the giant coach, what he's doing over there. He's a new guy, Sirianni. The new guys. These guys here been doing it for years. You give him Lamar Jackson with Najee Harris and you know Pickens. Guys like that on that team. That team is right in the, in the contention to be talked about for a Super Bowl, being coached by Tomlin. So, I mean, you got teams, the San Francisco 49ers, and we were just talking about that team. What type of game-changing acquisition would that be for that team? Um, the Vikings. Think about that move. The Vikings and the Cowboys. Quarterback is their... Achilles heel right now as far as that playmaker that needs to be better even over you know Ezekiel Elliott your quarterback is your captain if one of them two get it Cowboys could be Super Bowl contenders easy and I'm an Eagle fan they get Lamar Jackson with C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard and Michael Parsons on defense that's a different team you talk about um the commanders think about it you put them with the running back they have, right? Terry McLaughlin, Jahan Dotson, with with that defense, you know, defense is solid. That could be crazy. That could be different. With this type of game-changing talent, Lamar Jackson, it makes them a very tough team. Any of them team. Um, the Vikings take Kirk Cousins away and put them with Dalvin Cook. And you mean to tell Justin Jefferson, you mean to tell me that don't make them a Super Bowl contender? Like, he instantly, like, this is very tri- tricky right here. They can try. If they mess around and say, we guarantee this man all his contract, <laughs> what if Minnesota does that? What if any of these teams do that? Did, I, mean, I mean, any of these teams do that that I just named? That could be crit- the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders get Lamar Jackson with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, the leading rusher. We're talking a different team. You know, this is just different. This is a real, this is something to watch for because he's a game changing. He's that type of player. He's not even Deshaun Watson who had to sit out, all this mess going on. He's ready to play now. He's a four. He just came off MVP season. Um, and I want to say, watch out for Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, man. Well, now he's been playing with them guys. He comes in the camp. He's getting used to that team. Deshaun Watson's a game-changing talent. So watch out for that, man. Um, the Sixers, well, well, how many times do I got to say this, man? How many times do I got to say this, man? Like, James Harden, 20, 20 assists, 14 points. 
Nine rebounds, man. Man, what else can you say with this guy? What else can you say about James Harden? James Harden don't get the MVP credentials he deserve. It's crazy. He don't get none, none of the luck, nothing. He didn't even get in the All-Star game. He's been getting disrespected, and he risked his whole contract. He could have got a max contract anywhere. Anywhere. Could have got a max contract anywhere and chose to take the lesser. And now he's still playing like an MVP. Just had 38 points, 10, re- 10 assists, 9 rebounds, almost triple-double. Joel and B, 39 points in 28 minutes, 42 points the night before. The Sixers are making their run. They are making their run. There's nothing more you can say about these boys but giving their love. Now, things have to improve. Perimeter defense is getting better with each game. You know, Jalen McDaniels hit 18. 18 points. 18 points. Like, that's big to say because now you got a guy been in the game for – he's been playing four years. You know, he's 23 years old. Two-way player. Can shoot. Uh, has a good outside shot that can get better. Can create his own shot. That's a guy Philly needs to invest in. When he, It's time to invest in these guys, and he's one of the guys you invest in. But they've been making good games. Even the games they lost. He lost against Dallas. Big time game. Kyrie Irving. Luka Doncic. I mean, that's a big game. Philadelphia proved they could stay in the game. Then you got, they go against Boston. They lose again by one point. Uh, what is it? Three point shot. They lose by three. You know, Jason Tatum missed a big shot. Um, they beat Memphis. They lose in Miami. They come back and beat Miami. They proven who they are. I mean, Philadelphia, the Sixers also proved that you can't keep them down. Four quarters, man, they're going to be at you to the end of the game. They are a tough team. Like, this is a different team than last year. Like, they wasn't doing this. You wasn't When they was down, they was down. Now you got to beat them for four quarters. Four quarters. It's going to be big to see. They got uh, some games. They got Portland coming up. They got some, you know, got Cleveland coming up. These games are just, you know, games they should like the Minnesota game, the Pacer game. These are games they should hit, but they still got to go against the Suns. They got the Nuggets coming up. They got the Bucks again. They got the Celtics again. Some big games coming up. The Warriors is coming up. These are big games. And I think out of this next 17 games, Philadelphia can lose no more. I think they will lose. They will lose no more than three games. Out of them games, I just told you the Suns, the Celtics, the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? Um, Suns, Celtics, Bucks. Heat. We got the Hawks. I think out of all those, got the Warriors. Out of all those games, they're going to lose three games. That's how good Philadelphia is. I think they will be 14 and 3 in their 17 games. And they will win 58 games or 57 games. No question. 57 to 58 games. No no less than 57. 
they're going to uh, lose. No more than 57. They're going to win. At the most, it'll be 58. Philadelphia has that team. They can go against anyone. And who I think they will lose to, they could, they could easily, I think they take the Celtics this time. They, they, they just have the team where I can make that go. Um, some two, three teams. It might not even be the team. It might be the Warriors taking the game. It might be the Heat taking the game. It might be um, Cleveland taking the game, right? Think about it. Them three teams, but they beat everybody else. The Nuggets is coming up. They got, you know, Jokic against Embiid again. He's going to be amped for that game. Oh, man, he is going to. That's going to be a game. The Bucks, the Nuggets, the Celtics, the Suns, the Warriors. Big games. But out of those games who I think they could lose to, of course, the Celtics or the or the Suns. And maybe the Bucks. Those three games, I think those are the, the obvious games people would think they'll lose to. But if they beat all those teams and just, you know, lose to the Cleveland or the Atlanta or but they beat all the big teams. I think they'll lose three games after 17. Looking at the Job Morant situation, I got to really comment on it. I think it was the stupidest. Oh, my gosh, man. I don't even know what's wrong with this guy. This kid's crazy. He, but I, I really think he'll learn from this. I think this is not the end of him. I don't think this is what he'll continuously do. But it was just a dumb move. It's this era. It's this generation. It's just what it is. They 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 make too much money. We kick down the doors for him. And John Morant is um part of that generation, that era that's too spoiled. They get the I mean, back in the day, he would have John Morant might have had this season and next season suspended. He he definitely I think he should be suspended. Yes, I do think he should be suspended. For the whole season, not even not even playing the playoffs because he shouldn't be allowed. This is something as a successful person you shouldn't be allowed to do, and think it's okay. Like seriously, I think this is this is as a, a company you're looking at this like, oh my no no. I, I would have automatic if I was in, he would have automatically if I was the owner he would have been suspended, not even blinking. Like, you, you don't get, are you crazy to even in your mind think this is okay to go on your social media with your gun? Like, this is crazy. This was the stupidest move ever in basketball history. I mean, if you don't make, if NBA don't make a move on this, this will think, young players will think this is okay. Because if somebody else does this, they're going to get punished. Now, it's going to be too much. If somebody else from the NBA does this, they're going to be, it's going to be a message sent for them, but they're, because of who he is, Job Morant's going to get all the passes, which I think is unfair. The same thing I thought about Tom Brady when he smashed his phone, <laughs> didn't let the police look at it. It's got Spygate scandal. The same thing I think about Tom Brady, same thing I thought about the Patriots when they cheated and they really didn't get punished. They should have had their Super Bowl taken. If they use, what I'm hearing, they use it in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl should have been taken. You look at the Deflate Gate. That's a little. I think, you know, you don't take the. You, 
whatever punishment is punishment, but you don't delete the game. No, no win for that. You know, you, you, you got caught before the game. But we talking about after the game has been played and the game has been won, this was found out. This is a little different. And we're talking about Spygate. We're talking about spying on plays, man. We don't want to hear about who did it, who did it. No, they got caught doing something illegal, and it's looking at plays, and it influences the game. I don't want to hear this. That's why when you talk about the Patriots dying, okay, they had a dynasty. Yeah, they were dynasty one of the successful teams, but they have a star next to Super Bowls, which to me makes their legacy not like the Steelers and not like the San Francisco 49ers and other dynasties. None of those dynasties had that. You give Tom Brady, call him to go. I call him to go only because of what he did in Tampa Bay. You had to go do something there. I wouldn't have called you to go. You had to go do it somewhere else and prove you can win a Super Bowl with another team. Yo, I'm out of here, y'all. Man, I wanted to come and just, you know, we're about to make one more last bow out here. We're going to talk about Bronny James. But... Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook, man. I'm, I got a lot of things coming out. Look, Bronny James finally getting five stars is huge. Like, I've been saying this since this man was being recruited by Duke, being recruited by Kentucky. This is a man. It's going to be good. When you started seeing plays of him, you knew he was going to be good. But last year, I said, this man's a five star. What are we talking about? When you watch him play on the court, he has an IQ and a patience that I, I don't really see no prospect with. Look how he plays on the court. He plays so much more different from everybody on the court. He's clearly just his demeanor, how he plays, his style, his confidence on the court, you know, his energy. It is totally bar none from anybody. So that's what's more impressive. And then all of a sudden, his last year, He's giving it to you. He's getting like he ain't holding back. He is Bronny James. And now finally he gets a five star. All of a sudden now. It's crazy soon Giovanni gives him the the, the ten <laughs> the top ten selection now. Cause I said it. I even said it on my Twitter. Now it's time to start getting y'all gonna give him the five stars now. Time for five stars. And I didn't even mention what I'm about to talk about. Like Giovanni gives him their top 10. Now, Bronny James, you know, this is last year. Now all the credentials come, which is crazy. Like, nobody wanted to give him those five stars until, you know, the NBA draft was saying top 10 pick. Now you got on three putting him at number nine. Nobody wanted to give Bronny James those get credit. Nobody wanted to give him that credit. Nobody. Nobody. It was crazy because I'm like, what are we waiting for? Look how this man plays on the court. Look how he shoots the ball. And it's crazy because they even started looking at Bryce James before they started giving Bronny James his credit. It was more, oh, Bryce is going to be better. He, he, he do have a better shot. I like his three-point shot better than Bronny. But Bronny can still have range. Do you see how he plays? He's smarter than Bryce. He's quicker. Their first step was quicker than Bryce. The, the fact that he knows the will separate him from Bryce. Now, athletically, is Bryce. It seems like he's really going to be super athletic and can shoot the ball. But if Bryce mental isn't like his brothers, that's it's going to be really something to see. I think Bryce will definitely have a good basketball IQ. But to say he'll have it like his brothers is a high compliment because that is the IQ he has is amazing. 
And Bronny is a, now he's at the top ten part, which would be the twenty twenty four draft. That's something to see. Interesting to see how this class turns out with Bronny James. Now he is a top ten pick. It is he is getting drafted in the lottery. But one time nobody had him in the lottery. They had him in the first round, the bottom of the first round, the middle of the first round. That's, when you start to look, look back at Bronny, he was in the middle of the first round, mid first round pick. We talking about 22, 23. You know what I'm saying? He was in that that range. Then you had to start seeing him in the top 20. Still, between 20 and 25 is where you saw Bronny being drafted by people saying how good he was. He was not in the lottery at all. When he should have been. Crazy, but it's good. Congratulations. It's going to be good to see how this happens now. The next two drafts are going to be very epic. Very epic. I'm out of here, y'all. Um, like I say, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and follow me on Facebook, man, Lita Johnson. I'm out, y'all. Follow Lita. So keep staring soon as suddenly see a song in the metabolic system. This is a lesson that you're guessing that you're following. Every step right off, keep following.